Hello, welcome. Episode 22 of the Jill Power podcast coming at you with me, Jill Power. On the show today, we are chatting with Andrew Peterson straight from LA. You might know him better by Paramind. That's his musician name. He's well known for the Coronavirus Rhapsody, which is a cover a Bohemian Rhapsody replaced with COVID lyrics. And I think that you'll really like his music too. If you're looking for something to pump you up for the rest of the day, then I highly recommend that you keep on listening. I guess the first time I fell in love with music was when I was, uh, I don't know, sometime in middle school with like bands like Blink-182 and like, you know, that kind of like genre of music, um, angsty teen kind of music. And then I started like recording music when I was like in eighth grade, I've got a like a small like mixer for Christmas and like a ten dollar microphone and just started recording like guitar and vocals and stuff into Audacity. I don't know. It's been kind of a like a a gradual appreciation or passion since then. It's really all I'm passionate about. I mean. I mean, not all I'm passionate about, but by far the most passionate about. So you go by the stage name Paramind. I'm wondering if you can tell me, like, what drew you to that name? What does it mean? I uh, put a lot of pressure on myself to come up with a cool name. I thought (laughs) it was important to, you know, who I was and, like, what my music represents and everything. And I was worried that I was going to pick some name that didn't represent all the type of stuff I wanted to do or like if I wanted to change genres and all that. Um, and so I thought about it for, I mean, literally like years. Um, but I think what, what, uh, what the way, the way I found the name Paramind was, um, I'm a big Boney Bear fan and I was listening to the album 22, a million and on the song 29 Stratford apartments, there's, that's one of the lyrics in the song. It's, he says Paramind, Paramind. And I kind of looked up like what it, meant a little bit and I thought it sounded just I don't know it just had a good feeling to it the way the way it sounded and what what the word looked like and felt like it meant to me so I guess that's where it came from it kind of um I felt like it kind of encompasses you know I kind of do like electronic and like dance music and then I also like to produce for other people so I didn't want it to be too specific to one thing um and I feel like the vagueness of it is kind of what I like about it I want to take a listen to some of your music. Can you tell me about your song Break Time? Yeah, sure. So Break Time was um, my first song that I released. I needed something to like put on all platforms, you know, to set everything up, to like set up my Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that. Um, And my first, in my mind, my first real song was nobody else um and i was like i need something to put up so i made this song in a few weeks called break time and i ended up really loving it um and i really felt like it kind of was the sound that i was looking for for paramine and so it started as like just this not you know i didn't really put a lot of importance on it and i think that's what made me love it so much and what made it have the personality that i wanted is that i didn't really care about it going in and then once i finished it i was like wow this is this is this is this feels like me you know so um it's kind of an instrumental track i guess but kind of it has vocal chop lyrics but i just felt like the feel of it and the vibe of it was this fun thing that i wanted my sound to be
So I know about a year ago now, you blew up online for your version of the Coronavirus Rhapsody, which, of course, yeah. was a Bohemian Rhapsody parody, and it went a little something like this. Is this a sore throat? Is this just allergies? Caught in a lockdown, no escape from reality. Don't touch your eyes, just hand sanitize quickly. I'm just a poor boy, no job security. Cause it's easy spread, even though, wash your hands, lay it low. I look out the window, curve doesn't look flatter to me. Can you tell me what was that experience like for you? It was really cool. Uh, I was my my video was part of um, a Happy Socks campaign. Um, they reached it's a, it's a it's a sock brand, and they reached out to me and said, "Hey, we're doing this thing. It's it's a Queen Happy Socks collaboration, and they wanted me to do a cover of a song, and they sent me a bunch of socks and stuff. And I, I thought, you know, I, I saw these. I actually saw these uh, this tweet online on Twitter. It was this guy. His name is Dana Dana J Bean, and he put out this tweet, um, and it was just at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was, you know his take on the coronavirus rhapsody or uh, on bohemian rhapsody he made it coronavirus rhapsody and he did the whole song and the tweet blew up and i've got like half a million likes on twitter um and i had just gotten this happy socks request so i was like oh i you know maybe i could take that and make it relevant to times rather than just doing a queen song my roommate had gone back to phoenix um and so i was just by myself in my apartment for the first, or, well, I mean, the whole pandemic. So those first two weeks, I was just by myself, and I recorded it. I set up the whole thing in my living room for the video. I remember being really stressed out about the whole thing because it was so, you know, doing three versions of myself. Like, is it just? I don't know. It's just time consuming, and it takes a lot. So I was so stressed out about it. But I remember when I finished it, I, I remember texting one of my friends and just saying, "I feel really good about this video, and I feel like it just has the potential to." to you know to go viral on tiktok i had my i had my first few videos in tiktok they all did pretty okay like i was you know i was really excited about it and i just you know i'd only been doing tiktok for a couple months and then when i put this video out it got half a million likes in like two or three days and i was just like kind of freaking out you know i'd never had something like that happen to me before and i was just like you know i was calling my parents and like oh you know i was just having the best time but it was weird because I couldn't really celebrate with anyone because I was, you know, it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. So I was by myself. So I was just sitting in my apartment alone and I, just like, just like freaking out about this. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is finally happening. Like, I've, you know, this is the type of stuff I dreamed about. And it was just such a goofy experience. But it was, you know, it was amazing. And I, and I, you know, I hope I can get that kind of viral video again because it's just so much fun. Tell me about how your song Satellites kind of plays into that whole idea of, you know, going viral online and view counts and whatnot. So Satellites is a song that I started working on in like around May. And it was, you know, a few months after Coronavirus Rhapsody went viral. And so I was really, 
I was having a really tough time getting views and likes, and I still kind of am now on TikTok again after that video. It seemed like like I was doing really well in like January, February, ramping up to coronavirus strategy, and that one got five million views. And then after that, it just kind of dropped off. I have a I have a day job that, um, that I've been doing in the past three and a half years since I've been in LA. I've been out here just trying to you know figure out a path to make it in music full time. Um, so when coronavirus strategy happened, I got you know really excited and I was like you know kind of like here we go. This is the start of me making it in music finally once everything kind of dropped off i was you know kind of brought back down to reality i kind of realized that you know it's not going to be that easy i'm going to have to really work at it um and so you know i have a bunch of doubts and everything like everybody especially you know everybody that moves to la has their gigantic dream i have my doubts and everything that you know sometimes i i'm i'm i don't think it's going to work out at all and other times i'm super excited about it and i think it's gonna it feels like it's gonna happen tomorrow so that song is just kind of my the way I deal with it. You know, it's talking about how I sit up at night and I'm I'm nervous about it, but at the same time I still believe in it all the time and I'm never I'm not that that part of it is kind of unwavering.
inspires you as a musician? Who do you look up to musically? Oh, man, a lot of people, really. I think it kind of changes a lot, too. Um, I think, you know, I my first really big inspiration for songwriting was probably John Mayer when I was in high school. I kind of, at first, I really wanted to be John Mayer. You know, I wanted to do, like, the acoustic adult contemporary pop type thing. And then as I, I started getting really into listening to music and I started listening to like three or four albums a day once I got to LA because I was like I need I need inspiration I, I feel like I don't have enough variety of things that I listen to so I kind of went crazy with that and I started listening to a ton of music and it's been changing it then it was kind of like I was really inspired by Bon Iver and James Blake and that whole kind of darker indie kind of vibe and then it's evolved even more and now i mean i'm still influenced by that kind of stuff like the electronic thing but now like recently i guess it's been more like Trinata or disclosure or like rufus du soul or bob moses or kind of a lot of people like that where it's it's like dance music but there's you know it's not just like you know your typical like festival edm dance music um i want it to be artsy dance music i want it to be like something that's a little off the beaten path that i kind of have this creative freedom that i'm not i don't feel like i'm totally just trying to you know break into the mainstream pop type world tell me a bit about your song nobody else so nobody else was like i said i consider it my first like real song even though break time i don't not that i don't consider break time a real song but the first song that i that had like you know, it had legitimate lyrics and kind of a story and everything. Um, so I wrote that song with my roommate. His name's Patrick Derrickson. I don't know. It kind of, I, I don't know if it, if, if it totally, um, if I have as big of a, you know, like connection to the lyrics as I do on satellites and pretty much all the songs that are, that are upcoming for me, I kind of, you know, they're, they're like really personal and, Lyric-wise, I wrote the, like the upcoming song by myself because I wanted to just be this introspective type thing. But when I was writing Nobody Else with Patrick, it was more of just like we kind of just came up with like a feeling or like an idea or like a scene um, and then wrote lyrics to that. So it's not as personal as, as we're writing about a feeling and kind of creating a scene based on a feeling. From across the room, we're frozen. You don't have to say it. We don't have to stay. We'll be alone tonight, away from all these strangers. It's just you and I. Can we say goodbye? How many hours till this party ends? I know they're your friends, but.
So if people want to find you on the social medias and kind of keep up with like where you're going next, where can they go to do that? Instagram and TikTok are probably the best places. Um, So Instagram, it's paramind.music. And then um, TikTok, it's just at paramind. And then I I do stuff on YouTube and every social platform. But um, I guess those are probably the biggest platforms that I'm active on and I know stuff on. And just to kind of wrap things up for today, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your song, Out of My Mind? Sure. So, out of my mind, uh, that's a song I wrote with Patrick and also my other friend. His name's Chris, but uh, we call him Hot Dog, and that's a long whole story. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, that song, it's it's we started it in April of 2019. Actually, we were just we were just hanging out. Um, we went back to my apartment, and we just started working on this song just to do something for fun and we weren't trying to make anything we were just kind of messing around um and the song i mean it's super super slowly developed like every time we would get together we kind of work on it but like we since we weren't putting any pressure on it we weren't trying to make it anything we were just kind of saying hey you want to work on this song again so i think patrick wrote like he wrote like the first half of this song lyric wise and then when the pandemic hit i um I started finishing it and I wrote kind of the rest of it. Um, And 
yeah, I was trying to do, I was trying to do a lot of things with like, uh, you know, I wanted to be a dance song. I wanted it to start showing my new direction. I don't know. I guess I also kind of wanted to show off more of like musical skill. So there's, there's more like riffs and stuff in there. Um, and things that are just not, you know, mainstream pop. Like I feel like nobody else, I was kind of trying to go, you know, just like a, a little bit, a little bit left of pop but it was still like, a, like I considered that a pop song, but this is the first time where I was like, this is a dance song and this is my new direction. Um, so it's a little bit of that. And it's kind of the same idea as nobody else with like, we kind of took more of like a feeling and like the vibe of the track felt more of like a, it felt like this, like more like club type dance song. So we went towards that with like that direction with the lyrics. This song felt like my declaration of a new direction. Everything just seems so hazy I need to get out of my mind Yeah, out of my mind mm. Don't wanna be alone tonight So I keep moving till the morning lights My way back home stop my head from running but then you finally turn the tide and got me out of my mind all right don't want to be alone tonight so i keep moving till the morning lights my way back home my way back home If those tunes don't get you dancing, I don't know what will. 
Big thank you to Andrew Peterson for coming on the show, a.k.a. Paramind. You're lovely. I can't wait to see where you go next. And if you keep making jams like that, I think you're going to go pretty far. My name is Jill Power. Thank you so much for being here. Wherever you're listening, thank you. Let's do it again same time next week. If you want to keep up with me between now and then, too, you can follow me on the social medias at the Jill Power. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, where I post my very best content, and Twitch, where I stream chaotic video games. Next week, you can look forward to hearing Sumo Psycho on the band. They're a metal band from Hamilton featuring Sky Sweetnam from the early 2000s. You may recognize her from this song. You can look forward to that and all kinds of more fun next week on the show. Thanks for being here and I'll see you around.